Hey everybody, this is Ricky Mendoza and this is the show called Drinks. This is the official podcast where we drink beverages. It can be alcoholic, it can be non-alcoholic. Right now I'm just drinking a regular coffee. And we amuse ourselves by having conversations, just spending time in this beautiful world where, you know, what else is it to do but to converse, to make stuff with other human beings and to just talk about bullshit that is interesting to us, to you and me. It's all bullshit, folks. The whole world is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. So why not just add our own bullshit into everything, into the mix? Have you seen the music video by Ricky Mendoza and the Screaming Hearts, I Just Died? That is what it's called, all right? And we released it a few months ago. It was directed by Matt McCloskey, who used to be the drummer of the Screaming Hearts. This is a conversation between the director of the music video and myself, because I just had a lot of burning questions that I really wanted to ask and share with everybody. And not only that, but also to just have it as a document that we made this shit here on Earth. Oh, oh, and one more thing, right before we go into the conversation between Matt and myself, one thing to note is that we did film everything, but destiny, fate, whatever you may call it, had other plans, and the data got corrupted from the video, but not the audio files, all right? So it's still here, you just cannot see Matt or I, <laughs> but you can enjoy the audio. And it's a podcast anyway, so who cares? Enjoy. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. How you been, man? I've been good. I've been good. Great seeing you. Good seeing you. Hey, too. we filmed I Just Died, the music video, last summer, right? In June, yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah. Wow. And so it finally released this week <laughs> it took a lot it was a lot of uh a lot of just busy man so much busy the, the worst part about it is that it was it was it was like done like october maybe <laughs> it, i mean like the edit was done right two weeks after right we we finished it i like right. john shields the co-director i literally like, we sat down he's like okay it's great i'm like yep and then I was waiting on audio for a long time to like, because I'm not an audio guy. Right. And uh, then I had to color it. <laughs> and then, you know, between working on everything else, just like add it up. <laughs> and then yeah. you're asking me 50,000 times for it. And you just, I'm like trying so hard, but I was just like, I'm like dragging 50 directions. I'm like, Ricky, I'm trying. <laughs> well, and, and it was done. So what I was telling people, uh, of course, we, we had a lot of extras, a lot of, yeah. uh, uh, the, I mean, it was a significant cast for a music we, video. Yeah. And, and you know, people were asking me, like, yeah, hey, yeah. well, what the, We what the premiered it, too. Like, <laughs> like, not that long after we shot it, it premiered. It premiered, like, in October. And, and I was telling people it was, uh, that that was the theatrical version. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just, it, it was so funny because, like, I finished it, and then... Um, as soon as we did the, because we did we did the premiere without like I didn't have audio in the beginning portion set, settled out and like because you know that was what I was doing afterwards, 
Right. And that was going to take me some time, I knew, because I'm not an audio guy. And But it was generally done. There was one or two shots that I wasn't happy with the color. So I had, you know, but we knew that was going to take like a few extra time. But between freelancing and trying to finish everything, going back and forth and back and forth, you know, like, um, it just took what would have been normally like three days, four days to turn into a long time because, <laughs> and then holidays and then, you know, of course, man. I'm like, you know, and then, uh, my office changed at one point. I'm, you know, it was all over the place, <laughs> but well, I mean, got, and that's, it, that's, it was, yeah, that's probably like the hard thing about making art and passion projects like this. Yeah. Um, like it is a passion project, uh, you know, for all of us, but I think that for you, like this is your career. Like this is yeah, what you, it's what I do for a living. So, right. I mean, you know, uh, you know, the project, I mean, the project was funded by you and I, so it, of course you want to release it. I think it's like, but at the same time, it costs money, so I got to make the money back doing my normal job. Right. Um, freelancing, so, you know, when you get to a busy streak, other projects that are your passion projects and things um, just kind of fall away until you can get through yeah. everything else. And also, I mean... It's also an investment for you and your career because this yeah. is was this your first time directing or no? Uh, directing, yeah, but director of photography, no. Um, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, it was. It's been a long time since I did before. I mean, generally, um, I really like just doing director of photography work for music videos or like short films. Um, so that's fun. Um, but generally, uh, I'm a, you know, I work as an operator um, for Steadicam, or I've worked as a camera assistant for a very long time. So that's my normal career. Mm -hmm. And um, so it's, it's fun to stretch my legs in other places I don't get to very often. Right. And that was kind of the whole point when I was, I wanted to do something. So I was like thinking about who do I want to do it with? Who do I want to do it for? And uh, I mean, you were like the first and only choice. So if you said no, <laughs> I was going to kind of be like, well, I'm going to, I guess I got to find other people I like that right. I want to do a music video for. I mean, because it was, you know, I mean, we, we met playing music. Yes. You're the first in this drummer. band. Yes. <laughs> so, the which, arts. Yeah, yeah, man. which is really funny to me. Um, <laughs> and, but yeah, I mean, like, like, you know, there, uh, well, you know, I was having a conversation with John uh, Shields, who was our co-director, and he right. was like, why Ricky? And we were just like, well, have you met Ricky? He's like, okay, that's fair. I mean, like, <laughs> you're just a nice human being who everybody loves to be around. You're very giving to the to the music community when you can be. So I think that was kind of like an easy choice, too. So. Aw, dude. Wow. Shy. <laughs> well, well, I mean, and that's also like... Like yeah, you uh, like you're a musician as well. Yeah, and you have Greystone as as your first band, and that's also why you decided like to make a music video, right? I assume instead of a short film or something else like no, that. Or I no, I think. I mean, okay, so I've been in many bands growing up, and this and that, and Greystone's like you know the one that would be like my longest running project, I think. Right. Um, and. I think when I was trying to decide between the two, 
between a short film or a music video, I realized that I think music videos for me were more like it helps an artist in a way too. Right. I, I use this as an, as an experience to like try to get people who wanted to be in different positions in the, in the verse of what they normally do to like kind of step up to the plate and try something else. That's what and I loved about it, man. Yeah, everybody was doing, I mean like, you know, I, I haven't done a, a music video or shot something in a long time. So right, right. there's plenty of mistakes I made or things that I learned. And that was kind of the whole point. It's like, I want everybody to learn something and we can give somebody, a musician, um, something that they love. Right. And I think that was what was more important to me is like, having people get something out of it that was really rewarding for them. Hmm. Um, and I felt like with a short film, like they can be very rewarding, but I thought there was more to be had with the music video. And I think that's what it was. And, and for people that don't know, um, like, this is a big crew. Like, this is, like, I don't know, also, there's a... You know, I mean, it was a s smaller crew, but right. more than just two people. Right. This isn't just, like, a, a little gorilla thing you know this is like a crew with a you know with an actual truck with gear <laughs> yeah. a one ton truck I I a three ton truck. with a three ton truck I I a three ton, yeah with grips with gaffer gaffer camera assistant you know camera no, assistant no art department no art department no makeup <laughs> uh, yes well uh and and so what I really loved about it is that everybody was doing something that they weren't comfortable with yes. in a way, right? Yeah, it was a learning experience. Like Matt O'Donnell, uh, who was the focus puller and the first assistant, he would second for me a lot, and he's great. And this was a really good chance for him to learn um, a lot more and take on more responsibility than he normally gets to in his, what he normally does, right. freelance. So... Um, like he, I feel like he learned a lot from that and expressed that and, or, um, savvy, uh, has who gaffed it wasn't normally in those positions, but did a very good job about vocalizing what they think and, and adding a lot of creativity into it. Um, Sean Elder, like he was the key grip and he did such an incredible job of, of rigging the cars and making sure we're all safe and being able to spot people where he needed to when we had the Ronin or, uh, he did a really, really good job at that. And, and I think everybody, um, whether it was like Cameron who was doing swing or we had, Damn. we had Brooks <laughs> coming already in. like a yeah. bunch of people, well, man. Because I think they, I think these people deserve recognition for the fact that like they oh, stepped yeah. up to, to do something that they necessarily wasn't doing every day. And, and they did such an amazing job. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't, you know, I think the most important part is that, like, I think the most important part is those people who put in all the effort to make yes. it um, the best that they can with what we have and what the time, the timing we had. And we did not have enough crew to do what, what we wanted to do. We did not have enough time, but we still did everything we could. And they all deserve recognition for that. Heck yeah, man. So. It, it was awesome. It was, just, it was just super cool to watch everything. And also, um, uh, somebody that also did a, a lot of work in the art department was Laura. Oh yes, and that, that like yes. she like, <laughs> man, she like got the picture done, the picture framing uh, of Eva. Uh, uh, the, the, uh, I call her Spirit now. All, yeah, <laughs> all, all kind of a uh, last minute because my brain being in fifty positions and <laughs> me looking at 
at John, like, did we get the picture? And he's like, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, and as we're trying to put a coffin in the back of your minivan and Dude. carrying that through the church and, like, you know, I did sell that coffin. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's at the um, the glass coffin, the vampire theme shop. What? Five, yeah. How much did you sell it for, if I may What ask? I paid for it. Awesome! Yeah, it worked out great. The vampire theme shop got a <laughs> new coffin. I made my money back. <laughs> it was, ha you know, coffins are Work not... Work for everyone. Coffins are not easy to come by, and they're not cheap. Um, so, like, we, so you funny. wanted a coffin. Yeah, well, when I called you, I already <laughs> found the coffin. Like, I, I was like, before I even... When, when I called I you to pitch that. the music video, yes. and I gave you, like, a list of songs... <laughs> I told you which one I, I really emphasize this one because I already found a coffin in Houston and I already messaged the guy and I already talked him down and I'm already like, I was already in the process of buying the coffin and I'm like, if I buy this coffin, we have to do this music video. It was in my living room for like months. I, I, I had it for like, I think, I think I had it for a total of like eight months. It just, wow. or not in my living room, it was like in, in my back sunroom and, uh, I mean, friends were like getting in it and like, I, and it, it's not easy. It's like it's not easy at all to get a coffin. Like no, people, I I no, would have. I tried like, to rent one. Like hey, like it, you know, just go to the funeral. No, I called. Or, I called a few funeral homes, but they wouldn't rent me one, and um, they're very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one I got from this guy in Houston, um, who was a really fun guy. But he bought it because he was, he used to own a uh, a roller rink. And it was bright pink when he got it. Oh, wow. Painted it flat black with, like, got this red custom interior from a buddy who does, like, cars. Uh-huh. And it, came, it was, like, really badass. And he's like, yeah, I was going to turn it into a barbecue pit is what his virtual plan was. And I don't know. <laughs> but he, when I showed up, he's like, I didn't think you were real. Because he's like, I didn't think somebody would actually come by it. And I'm like, yeah, I mean... So, yeah. Oh my God, that it was, was so it was funny. Fun. Yeah, and was, then you told me, you know, I found a coffin in Houston, and I'm just gonna go get it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I drove. I drove like three and a half hours, picked up a coffin, <laughs> drove home, and uh, carried it my through my backyard. It was a. It was a. It was heavy. It was very <laughs> heavy. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it was very heavy. Well, I mean, we. You and Alex and John, I remember you had to prop up these, like, construction things. Oh, yeah. Like, damn, dude. <laughs> we, yeah, we used, like, saw Like, these are, like, heavy-duty yeah, construction. Yeah. Like, damn. We used the sawhorses. And, yeah, it was funny. <laughs> yeah, John's like, how are we going to put this up? I'm like, oh, man. I, I, to be honest, a lot of the... There was so much to think through. And that's what I was saying. We didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough people. I like, know. you know, I mean... I, you know, but dude, it came out amazing. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm very happy great. with it, and I, and I think everybody who worked on it should be happy and proud of it too. And and um, you know, it's like one of those things. Like you know, you look back and you're always like, oh, I wish I could have done this different. I wish I could have done this different. I wish I could have had more time, more people. You start to learn about that, and I think that was the most important part. Is like for me, I learned how to be more realistic, or to maybe like you know, do things a little different, but. Even though, like, you can always look back, I'm still very proud of everybody who, who put in the effort and all the people who came and showed up when we needed them to be extras and, 
Uh, I mean, we filled Sahara Lounge, which was great. No, man. Yeah, I mean, overall, it was just a really, really, really fun time. And the, the way that I think about it, like stuff like that, is like, um, to me, they're like even my songs or music videos or whatever, I think of them more of like a document. Like, this happened on this day with all these people mm-hmm. and it happened. And it's more of like to document, like, and also like to, like, I, I know because you, you kind of like look back on your stuff as like, ah, oh, damn it, I could have done this better. Or I could have done that or this, but that was the best we could do on that specific day. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. There's, there's a and thousand there's, things that make it what it is. And at the end of the day, like we used every thousand things that was available, <laughs> you know? And, uh, <laughs> you know, it was, it was fun. I mean, we, we had a great time. I don't think, <clears throat> like, looking back, like, I'd want all the same people. I, want, I would want to do it the exact same way we did it because it was the most fun we had. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, Hell yeah. It was fun releasing it, too, which was fun because, you know, you had the release party. I know. And then my band played, which was fun. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, uh, you know, just... Was our my band's first show? I, I, their music video release was, was really fun. Just, oh man, but that's awesome. the, I I still give uh, Matt O'Donnell if you're if you're watching this, <laughs> you didn't show up for the first for the first show. So, oh my god, yeah. oh man, yeah. So no, I, I am incredibly happy. I'm like over but, the moon. Uh, like I'm just like wow, it looks so cool. I mean, that's all that matters to me. It's like you know, I, I I set out, yeah, I set out to learn and do things, but I wanted you to be happy with it. I mean, that's all that matters, right? Hell it's like yeah. it's like, and even like like I don't know, but like I don't see any like negatives to this. Like uh, it's already like a music video for an artist to use. It's already yeah. a learning experience for you guys to to step up your game and and get better at your craft, at your career. And a part, you know, of a, a huge benefit for me is that I got to meet people that I would have never, ever yes. met in my life. And now they're friends. Yeah. Like, like that is, like, amazing. Yeah. I did a music video not too long after uh, ours. And, you know, I had some of the same crew and some weren't available. And it was really, really interesting, like, the different dynamics that you get from different shooting different things like um it's it's fun to have something different to work on in a different capacity but it's also really fun to build that camaraderie with the same people and then also to expand it to new people like i don't think there's anything um more rewarding at least for me, than watching something click for somebody where they learn something new and it, it shows them that excitement that you felt when you learned that or you, you it clicked in your head. Yes. So it was re- really fun for me to watch people have things click for them and for them to, to have that joy. Um, it, that's always been the most rewarding thing in my life, whether when I was teaching music or mm. even help trying to do whatever I can to help some people now with them learning in their career but it's just it's just so rewarding and i think even like it clicked for you or um even just the band being like mm-hmm. oh wow this is different and it, it clicking for and it just it's just a lot 
Hell yeah. Really rewarding. And that that's like, you know, working in film as, as, as you know, I work in, in video as well, but my, my stuff is easy. Like, I, I try to do easy days and easy stuff. But what you guys do, it's like, it looks like really gut-wrenching, all-day work. And it's not for the faint of heart. You know, it's, it's, I'm very grateful to have had the opportunities that I've had and um, to be able to work with people I've worked with and learn the things I've learned. And, but I always say, uh, I, I kind of related a lot to like working um, in a circus or in a kitchen a little bit. <laughs> I've never worked in a circus, but I can imagine that like the long hours and putting it on and the, having these specialties and trying going up and learning all these things is very similar. And in the kitchen, you know, we, we do see that we work very long hours. Right. We're um, slaving away like day after day, whenever, you know, it's, it's definitely a lot of relations to that. But even though like it can be stressful sometimes or difficult, it's still the most rewarding hmm. career that I've had out of the many. And it's the, um, the only one I could ever see myself mm-hmm. doing. And I think I get that a lot from a lot of people too. It's very cool to see other people's journeys. Uh, it's so unique whether you're doing video and and for um, a corporate client or you're working on the largest of productions. I mean, it's at the end of the day, we're all making things, we're all creating. And I think that's a, a common ground that, you know, uh, we get to have with yeah. each other. Yeah, and, man. You know, and whether it's a musician or a painter, or uh, a filmmaker, whoever, just it's, we're all creating something. We're all doing something. Fuck yeah, man. And like, tell us like, first off, like people probably don't even know who you are. Rather, you know, there's people watching that is like, oh, okay, he's the director of the music video. <laughs> because they, they, you know, they climb into like my world and like, oh, okay, cool. He's the director. Mm-hmm. Like, where are you from? Where are you? You're not oh, from Austin. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm from New Jersey. Um, for better or for worse. Uh, <laughs> well, why Austin? Why'd you pick Austin? Honestly, when I was trying to pick a place to live, I knew Austin had film. I wanted to go to UT. I went to, you know, County College, and I was like, okay, uh, I'll apply to University of Texas. I did not get in. Right. Um, it's hard. hard to it's get hard in, to right? get in. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not gonna just sit around. I didn't have. Well, I didn't have enough credits to even be considered. I was mm-hmm. missing a few like core classes that would transfer, so I had to take something. Right. I was like, I don't want to stay in New Jersey any longer, so I just moved here. Went to the community college here, took German for two semesters, oh, cool. reapplied, but again, didn't get in. Um, I ended up failing miserably. I like lost my job at the same time I got a dog and a motorcycle, so I had a payment <laughs> for that. I oh. had like, you know, I was just not in a good spot. It was like everything right. happened at once. I was like, okay, I need, you know, so I went back to New Jersey and then, you know, I missed Austin every day. Austin's such a beautiful place to live. It's got its flaws, the many of, of them, but it's got so many upsides. So I wanted to move back. I moved back and then luckily enough, I found a way into this side of, of um, film in the commercials and narratives as like a PA and then a camera assistant and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's kind of like how I ended up here, how I stay here. Just very short version. Damn. And 
And no plans to leave? <laughs> no, I'd like to stay. Um, I mean, I bought a house. Well, you bought a house, too. <laughs> so I, I, I'd assume I'm staying. You know, um, life works in mysterious ways, so if, if I have to at some point, I will, but I prefer to stay in Austin. It's Dude, definitely um, that's so cool, preference, man. you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, man. I mean, it's, it's nice. It's, um, it's definitely changed since I've, I moved here seven, eight years ago yeah, now. Man. It's, uh, I mean... I remember when the wax museum was still on South Congress, Damn. like which was like what? Yeah, <laughs> if you think about it, it's like not that long ago, but right, then right. like where they have like all those apartments and stuff now. It, there used to be a wax museum, and it was like the only thing there for like a year or two. It was just like <laughs> a lone building, just a wax museum. <laughs> and uh, like what 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 you also have said to me is like that uh there's so much shit to do in austin yeah i still say if you if you are bored you just haven't looked hard enough i mean yeah it's just really it's really hard to not have anything to do here mm-hmm. you know and and the cool thing about austin is everything kind of tends to be more like what you make it so if you're you know somebody who likes to hang out a bar sure you can go do that mm-hmm. but it's a very cool community where you know there's trivia every night of the week at fifty thousand places <laughs> and there's good food everywhere you go uh there's shows playing every day uh yes. you don't i mean it could be a monday open mics a tuesday too. yeah i mean um there's a climbing gym so you have the green belt outside and people are hiking all the time i mean there's just so much to do here uh-huh. especially if you're creative i think there's a lot of room to grow yeah, the community man. here. I've been very lucky that uh, I've been given the grace to like make mistakes and to grow as a person or as a creative um, with other people, um, and that's like I think such a, a hard thing to find. That was so warming and welcoming here. Mm-hmm. And and compared to like New Jersey, I mean. It is. It's. I mean, it's a big town. It's close to New York, and I assume that it's booming. Yeah, I mean, well, it's weird. The state. Different. Yeah, it's different. Like, I grew up in farmlands and woodlands, and it, it, like a suburb is just surrounded by nature. Right. Um, where if I go to work, it's like a thirty-minute drive almost, mm-hmm. no matter what. Um, and it had a big community. The music scene in New Jersey is. A lot of people don't realize how many important artists for many genres come from our state or like the tri-state like Pennsylvania and New York. And so we had a really great music scene growing up, but the art scene's not like it is here in a city, right? That, that lacks because there is not like a central hub to share your art. Hmm. You know, music, we had venue, we had a lot of DIY Dude, venues. even like like what you told me about doing house shows, like, fuck. Yeah, we play, like, you so have house cool. shows that would happen all the time. Like, at a house. Yeah, <laughs> at a house. I mean, I remember being in a band where my friend had a party, and we just played his backyard. Because, Damn. And it's like, yeah, sometimes you get 25 of your friends, and sometimes you can't walk in a basement. Or, like, we have, there was this place called Meat Locker, <laughs> uh, Grimy. But I know so many of my friends have played there and people have played there. And, um, but we have also really big venues like um, Starland Ballroom is like a really um, well-known venue. Uh, 
I've heard of it. Yeah, it's company. flooded and it's been rebuilt. It's like, or you have Asbury Park oh, yeah. out that way or the mm-hmm. PNC Banks Art Center. Probably said that right. I mean, there's a lot of bigger venues, smaller venues, and the right. DIY scene was always great. And I think that's how a lot of bands, I grew up going to skate parks and seeing bands play. Nice. Um, and that was kind of like what was normal. Well, and like, do people play at skate parks? Is that a thing? Well, well they did for sure. There, there used to be a skate park, Small Empire. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, would, I was going there as a kid. I mean, that was like the local skate park. Right. And I remember they would host shows there Dang. or like bands would play. And nice. It, you know, like right outside the half pipe is a band playing. Nice. And you, it was cool. It was different. It, you know, it, I mean, I think, I think when you grow up in a, in that kind of environment of, I mean, it's the most densely populated state, but it's still green. It's not a city. Right. right. So, you know, if you, if you're in New York or Philly, yeah, you have, tons of venues all over the place but if you're in a in a state like like where we were not in a city your your closest venue is five six towns over mm. and it takes you 45 50 minutes to get there damn it can you know right. depending on time of day or whatever you're you make do with what you have and you know you play whatever you can nice you ever see that video of the kids from Houston who played in the Denny's. <laughs> I know. Uh, oh, it's yeah. a punk rock band, It's right? like a metal band. Yeah. It's like about, you know, you know, like that. Like, yeah, they played the Denny's. <laughs> like, where there was a video I saw recently of a dude dressed as Sonic. Uh-huh. The drummer, I think, was dressed as Jesus. <laughs> and they were playing a Sonic. <laughs> like a, a Sonic drive-thru. <laughs> I mean, mus- musicians have always played. <laughs> they don't care. You'll play wherever you want. Like, you'll... You know, uh, <laughs> well, tell me about your band, Greystone. What's up with that? What are you guys up to? Oh man, we're just trying to get together to practice. <laughs> I know it's been, it's been, we played two shows last year mm-hmm. and then like life happened. It, as the, yeah, man, I mean, so, life happens, everybody's well, busy. It's, it's been tough, dude. yeah, it was tough. I think also, too, like Rob, our drummer, Rob and I grew up in the same scene in new jersey which is really funny that we both ended up here mm-hmm. and so he got married uh last month um as well who is lovely the wife uh, she's great um <laughs> we did a halloween show last year and uh the only reason his costume was together was because of her so <laughs> praise be but we um we you know we, we were trying to just figure out a day uh i we I wrote a few more songs. We're kind of going to start polishing out what's there. Um, He's an amazing drummer, man. Oh yeah, like shit. Man. Yeah, it's, I uh, it's it would be extremely difficult for me to write the way I write without Rob because I don't have to think about what he's going to play because we yeah. grew up playing the same type of stuff. Also, he's also from New Jersey. Yeah, what? we grew up. What? We grew up in the same scene. So he played in different band. I was a drummer originally, so. We were just two drummers. Right. And like his ex-girlfriend was a great friend of mine or whatever. So that's how we knew each other. But you grew up playing in the same scene, same sort of oh, bands. Man. So that's why our stuff is very cohesive and works really well together is because we think very similarly to each other when it comes to that's awesome, how man. we approach things. Um, 
you know, like when I play drums, it just sounds like a more tired version of Rob because I don't, <laughs> I'm not, I don't have the chops that he has. Right, right, so right. So I'm a little bit lazier. But, um, you know, he's just, he's incredible. And it makes my life very easy. Well, yeah, man. And then, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then Matt's been doing Mr. Breakfast a lot. So he's like full time. I mean, that's always been his full time. That's band. his band. Yeah, Mr. Breakfast. And great band. Um, love really good live shows. They sound so good. Um, so cool. I so, haven't seen them live. So. Oh, it's it's great. And I um, so he's been with like, really focusing on Mr. Breakfast stuff a lot lately. So it's kind of you know, and between work, it's just really hard to get everybody together. But I think last time Rob and I talked, we're trying to play more shows this summer. And do you guys have like material out like in the world, like Spotify no. or whatever? Really? No. So don't. right now you can you only see it at a show. show. <laughs> I so, love that man. Yeah, that's it's kind of. I think that's kind of the beauty of it for us, at least, is that you know, we would love to go record, but we just want to play shows and have fun. So, yeah, you know, man. if you want to listen, you just have to come to a show. <laughs> and if you want to listen outside the show, break out your phone, push record. And yeah, and then go play back. Upload it <laughs> yeah, and go. Or I, I don't care. It's, it's whatever you want. Um, you know, I, we just signed up to have fun. And that was kind of, you know, I mean, Greystone's, for me, has been around for. I mean, a lot of the songs that we play are songs that I wrote 10 years ago. Some of them, I think the, the oldest one I wrote was 15 years old at this point. Mm, damn. So it's like a 15-year-old song. It's like one of the, you know. Damn. So you, it's it's more of, it's very personal project. It's very right, like, right. you know, and. and it's your project, right? Yeah. It's Yeah, but it's ours. It's like, you know, I, everything I bring is like, I want rob or matt or you know I mean, we haven't had an actual consistent bass player but even when sophia who was in screaming hearts how we met when she would play bass for us it's like it's just as much theirs as it is mine that's how you met sophia or what no i've known sophia okay for years before i met you but she's right. how we met mm -hmm. so yeah. Yeah. And so she was a bass player of Greystone. She I played. Didn't know that. She played two uh, two shows. The okay. only two shows we've actually played, <laughs> which is so funny because we've practiced. I mean, we've been playing together for years. It's just I, I've always, you know, never had time to finish lyrics here or finish a song here. We never. So we, you know, we would practice every week or every other week and show up, run through a full set, and I'm just like, I gotta write lyrics. Right. I mean, right. we played two shows without lyrics, and now all those songs have lyrics. But Whoa, we, but, so we're just waiting to get together so we can hash them out to play shows now. <laughs> and for people that don't know, Sophia uh, was part of the Screaming Hearts for a good year and a half, mm -hmm. and she was a bass player and an amazing human being. She has her own project. She's in Canada now in Vancouver, right? Yes. And uh, and her project is called Playpen Pops. Yep. And it's actually that you can find on Spotify. You don't have to go to a show. Yeah, you don't have to go to a show. <laughs> yeah. But no, she's amazing, amazing. No, I, I I don't know. I'm just so lucky. It's also just because of her that I met you. I met Jeb. I met just so many like beautiful human beings. Um, I don't know. It's just super cool how one thing leads to another. Yeah. And just stuff happens yeah <laughs> like, i mean it i think a lot of this wouldn't have happened without sophia 
<laughs> I mean, she's really to blame. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, like if we were gonna put blame on anybody, be her. <laughs> right? <laughs> she kind of she she got everybody. The video together. Well, no, she on. got everybody together and then she left. <laughs> she, she's like, okay, I'm gonna create some chaos for a little bit, and then I'm gonna bounce and go to Canada. Bye. And that was, I mean, that's her mo though, right? She likes to create some chaos and then leave. So. Uh, Hi, Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. But damn, no, no, it's it's it's, it's so damn cool. Like uh, like such a, uh, I don't know. It, to me, like every single like I know it sounds like corny cliche or whatever, but every single day, every single moment, it's a it's a gift. Mm -hmm. And like just for us to be talking. Yeah. Like holy shit, man! Yeah, like, I mean it's it's really just fun. having fun and just being in sync and just talking about the stuff that we like, and then having other people come into the mix and play bass or or, or film stuff or sing stuff or just enjoy the beauty of life. Yeah. and this is it. Man. Yeah, I mean it's it's funny to just have if you like you know I I always tell everybody that. I think uh, back to what I was doing when I started playing music and especially music. Like when I started playing music, did I ever think that I would be in Austin, Texas and just play a show with some friends? No, never. <laughs> you don't grow up thinking that like that would be your life or you don't think about like all these people you meet through it. Hmm. Um, and you don't think about what it gives you or what you get out of it. You just think about, I'm playing. And I think watching everybody else's perspective, having conversations with other musicians about what they're getting out of it, and, and I think it really helps keep your eyes open to like the fun parts of it. You know, whether it's just like something as small as like, I'm having so much fun playing shows, or I, I had a really fun time just singing with you, like over some song that we both know that <laughs> you know, I barely remember the chords for. And it's it's just interesting and fun to, to have that. Everybody's got themselves planned. Oh, I fucked it up already. <laughs> Everybody's... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's got themselves planned. I fucked up again. <laughs> Everybody's got themselves a plan. Everybody thinks they'll be the man. Uh, okay, I did have it right. Everybody's got themselves a plan. And everybody thinks they'll be the man. Including the girls, the musicians, lack friends to form a band singers songwriters the rest of us are djs or official club photographers tonight i'm playing another austin texas show yeah <laughs> as i'm going through my phone book texting everyone i know quite a few i don't whose numbers found their way into my phone they might come along anyway 
you never really know. None of this is going anywhere. It's pretty soon all the old, no one left alive will really care. About a glory day is when we sold our souls So if you're all about the, the destination, destination Then take a fucking flight So we're going nowhere slowly But we'll see all the sights Yes, I'm definitely going to hell The elves have all the best stories to tell Yes, I'm definitely going to hell But I'll have all the best stories to tell <laughs> Alright, sing yours, sing yours I Keep signing the cape all the way up I left my hoodie in your car Just want it back, it's been too long And it's starting to get cold I want to thank you for giving me a chance to learn About myself Cause we all know that I've gone to hell And I've lost my way at least a dozen times And I'll be fine long as it's not cold When you woke up right next to me In your car, 40 degrees Side of the road to nowhere And I was hoping I could breathe wouldn't have to face the facts I wanted to stay asleep And I'll be fine As long as it's not cold I learned that I don't have to rhyme to Tell you how I feel or how you broke my heart Or how my world fell apart But I wish I could see A different part of me The one I know I lost Drag it back from hell Even at all costs <laughs> Yeah I love that one, man. Oh my god. It's called, the song's actually called, uh, I Just Want My Hoodie Back, Bro. <laughs> yeah. I love it, man. It's, it's just really funny. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of songs I write are just like. So how I do mean, you, like, do you come up with the words first or? I usually do it at the same time. Okay. Like, this one's at the same time. 
I'm surrounded by a constant energy new rounded Always near makes part of me it's something I don't know Haven't seen it here before I just wanted to leave Coming out, chasing me. Yeah, I don't have the rest of it yet, but damn, that's like sick, just, man. That's the the opening in that part. Like I, I went to a, a no effect show, um, a, a festival that they had supposedly the last time they'll be playing here in Austin, and they said you that know every the, year. yeah, <laughs> and so I'm there. And of course, it happens to me every show, but every time I forget, like, the power of music. Like, you're there at a show, and you bring your own problems or whatever, and then the music starts, and it just envelops you, and it starts hugging you, and you start going off, and then suddenly, mm -hmm. like, I am forgotten of every single thing and just enjoying the shit yep. out of that show. And... After it finishes, like, like I feel like I had like this religious experience mm -hmm. that I want to grab like a memento and <laughs> like go to the merch table. Yeah. <laughs> Get that t-shirt <laughs> that I wish I got when I first arrived. Yep, because your size is gone now. Yes, yep. and and I was like, God damn, that was amazing. Wasn't that cool? Yep. And the show could have lasted like. 30, 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I went to the hand-built motorcycle show that Revival puts on uh -huh. every year. Who? What? Revival Motorcycles. It's oh, okay. A, hey. It's a local company. They, hold, they have a hand-built motorcycle show every year. They hold at the Statesman down uh -huh. off of the river. Oh, okay. Yeah, and this yeah. year, Soccer Mommy played, uh -huh. uh, who I absolutely love. And I've seen Soccer Mommy a few times before. Um, but what was really fun is, like, you know, if, like, I got to go with a few friends, and uh, I would always wear my soccer mommy hat. And they like they're like, I don't know who soccer mommy is, <laughs> but they're playing. And then they experience this one thing with me that I absolutely love. And then we're leaving, and they're like listening to soccer mommy in the car, or like Dude. it's just it's like they've heard about it forever. Then they experience it with something, and it's like then they become a part of the cult and the you know that religion of, of like <laughs> this band or. Whatever, and then they, you know, I mean, that's kind of like the fun part of it, right? I mean, uh, playing a show is the same way. Like, you know, even if if I play a show and one person leaves the room uh, feeling anywhere better than they did when they showed up or just excited to do something, whether it's to see my band or find it out or to just go do something of their own, that's yeah. like really rewarding. And... I think sometimes uh, it doesn't matter how big the band is, how small the band is. It's just the music, I think, in general allows that to happen. Yeah, man. And it, like even the other day, like like what I do now is I play ambient music. All right. And that could be like on the electric guitar. Like, you know, you can play like the delay pedal or mm -hmm. whatever. But I, I just like like different instruments like djembe or like drumming and then the other day i got here i was not feeling like at a hundred percent i was feeling a little tired and and you know no just you know life fucking work and all that shit 
And I got here, I was like, ah, playing the drums a little bit, and then started playing the, the guitar. Oh, man, I just forgot about life, and I felt like I was transported. You know, probably similar experience to, like, that show I was telling you about, but just playing and just, just, oh, my God, it just felt so damn good, man. It, it, like, fuck, it, it is awesome. Yeah. Like, it is, it is a beautiful experience. Like, it was such a beautiful gift that I gave myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it wasn't recorded. It no, wasn't shared. It to be. It was just I mean, part of, a thing that happened. Part of being a musician is your your writing is always a little selfish. Yeah, you know, uh, as much as like we might write something for somebody else, I mean, it always has a part of us. So it's it's not you know having those experiences are great because it allows you to get what you need to have a more comfortable, better time elsewhere, right? I mean, I totally notice a difference in how I feel if I don't play guitar for a week. Really? Oh, yeah. So it's like sex or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to say it's the same, but <laughs> um, but it, it's definitely uh, a release that you just, it's not, it's just, it's just different. It's selfish, right? It's like, yeah. you know, um, I think that's kind of the, the nice part about music, you know? But when I walked in here, the first thing I was like, let me see your acoustic. Because it's like, <laughs> I picked mine up for the first time in two weeks, like yesterday, and I, for an hour and a half, just sang meaningless lyrics to chords that I don't remember. <laughs> that probably would have made a cool song, but it was just for me at that one moment in time. And then getting to see you, it's like, you know, you and I always just, grab a guitar we keep passing it back and forth we keep playing songs we just play as many covers as we know and eventually we find one that we both know the lyrics to, and we sing and it's like that's always the fun part oh, and we we'll play and we play the same songs and, and that we still don't know and we eventually get to the same the same frank turner songs you know yeah. eventually it just goes all back to frank turner and we sing those together and then oh it's my like God. such a you know i mean that's our experience together it's just and it's always funny because, like, it's always around one specific artist, even though we listen to a lot of same music. <laughs> the songs that we know how to sing or play that overlap is one artist. Oh, man. Oh, man. Like, I, I actually, Frank used to come by Austin a lot. Yeah, I know. Like, I even all, at a point I was like, all right, I'm, I'm probably going to skip this, this Frank Turner yeah. concert. But... But now it's like, oh shit, there's yeah. no Frank. <laughs> Frank, come back to Austin. We miss you here. Please. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No. Dude, uh, what else are you working on? What, like uh, professionally, uh, uh, stuff that, that you're, you're loving, the stuff that you're getting a kick out of. doesn't have to be anything I'm big. Just, honestly, I, I just got off a feature, operating on a feature, which is really fun, um, called Iron Lung um, with... A uh, YouTuber named Markiplier, director of photography, Philip Roy. And Damn, a really great Philip Roy? I know Philip Roy. You know Philip Jesus. Roy. Yeah, wow. He's a I mean, guy. I don't know him, but I like. Phil, Phil Roy is great. If most people know him, is from when we did some stuff with Markiplier, like some previous stuff, or like Rooster Teeth. He did um, Laser Team for those guys. Mm. He's a great, great director of photography, really fun to work with. He's mm. a, a good friend. And um, so we did that. We just got off of that. And now I am just enjoying spending time with friends and, <laughs> nice. and eating Making healthy <laughs> and going to the gym again <laughs> and being able to go out. And 
Nice. You know, nice hikes with the dog. Just anything that's normal, like, you know, <laughs> trying not to think about what comes next for work and more what just comes next for, for me and just others. Just enjoying the shit out of life. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, uh, right now we have uh, the writer's strike, so that's kind of interesting. What is that? Like, what? Like I just heard about it, but uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. I'm a civilian. I, yeah, I mean... Th- I don't know every detail, of course, um, but the writer strike essentially is just uh, their union fighting for um, fair pay fair compensation, pay. Um, and the studios not wanting to give up their record profits that they've had year after year. Right. And so they decided to go on strike, and and you know that definitely affects our entertainment industry a lot because right. if there's no writers, there's no shows. Right. Then so, everything stops, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most... They just don't start up, you know? Like, you can't have a television show if you have nobody to write it. Damn, So dude. Wow. You know, um, so, I, you know, it's a weird time for so everything film. everything's standby or... Uh, right? Not everything. I mean, Is it going on right now? Yeah, the strike's on right now, but, I mean, you know, things can still work. Um, it just depends on, like... A lot of factors mm. but it's a very interesting time to to work in the film industry it's a very interesting time to i mean it's a very interesting time to be anything uh that's not a software engineer or right uh, you know like <laughs> wall street i guess i mean it's just a you know i mean everybody's kind of i think now in a really weird boat uh, so just enjoying the time that we we can enjoy to have fun doing other things and hmm. um yeah so i'm just excited to to just be yeah just exist <laughs> just, yeah. you know i'm just i've just been existing and it's feeling great it just feels really good to just wake up at a non-reasonable time and can't ask for more than that just slow get get up slow <laughs> you know just oh, take man. the dog for a walk and and it's a it's been a beautiful spring here so it's like first summer. It's mm-hmm. getting it's getting hot quick here. It is. It we didn't is. really have a spring. Yeah. Yep. That's true. That's normal. Not like New Jersey. No. no. <laughs> we also really didn't like. I mean, we wouldn't have a fall either. We went straight to winter, then yeah, second man. summer, then second winter, then third summer, then third winter. <laughs> it's like every other week is a is back and forth. It's like what? Please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so. You're you're just existing. You're just living life <laughs> just and just being. Like I love that man. Well, I'm I'm probably like in the same boat, man. I'm I I took a pause off of the screaming hearts, um, like just of playing live shows actually, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to to just chill and just pause and just relax, uh, and and write and just. You know, just kind of like stop and enjoy life. Yeah. Because, it like especially last year, it got really, really busy. Like, uh, like we were like doing show after show. You know, South by we did uh, like three shows in in that same week, and you know it was just like show after show after show, and it's like whoa. Then and then with work, and then I didn't have like really time for myself to like write and to mm-hmm. just be, and. Now that I do have time and that I can uh, spend a little, I can breathe a little bit, yeah. I, I bet that's how you feel now. Yeah. I mean, I want to play show after show after show after show. <laughs> I mean, that would be great. Like, you know, I might, cool, let's play seven days a week. I, I mean, if I have the time, I mean, it's more of a, 
does Rob have the time at this point? Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of like, it's nice to breathe. It's nice to take a step back and to kind of remember like, you know, uh, I think we, we lose parts of ourselves in our everyday lives being so busy. And if you don't take a step back, they fall to the wayside and you can't find them as easily. So taking that time and, and especially when you're, you know, musicians who, you know, you, you write, you record, you play shows mm-hmm. and it's a pattern that's been there forever. Mm-hmm. So if, if, when you start doing that, eventually the writing part doesn't come as much mm-hmm. or it's forced or whatever. And, um, it's nice to just take time for you. Well, I'm happy for you, Matt. Like, I'm really happy for you. I mean, I'm glad that, that you're rested in a better place <laughs> rested is a term that i don't know if i would use but better place for sure that's awesome yeah. man and uh, anything else you want to share uh, i don't know about mm. actors about the uh, i'm gonna have deanne and eva on the on the drink spot exactly where you're sitting uh next week oh nice so we're just gonna talk the talk and it's cool because uh like they actually like they go to auditions, they do the acting thing. Oh yeah, that's and they're they're lovely human beings. They they're like great to work with. They they have really great um, perspectives on things, and uh, they're just genuinely really good human beings. So it's nice to always have them um, or spend time with them and work with them, and yeah. like and and so that's that should be a really fun. Well, one. I'm I'm curious just to know like what the actor's life is like what the hell like that looks crazy to me like life that i don't know if i could i could live really yeah i mean it's it's a lot different you know i mean it's it's a different kind of performance right you're you're performing like uh emotions and and i mean i don't know if i could like ever cry on command or (laughs) show like I don't know. I can like I can lift one eyebrow. I think it's like I don't have that. I don't have that range. I don't. I don't think I could do it. Well, I mean, like, like what is what is like one thing that really stands out like in your whole career of like doing films and commercials and whatnot? Like you've had actors like in front of you and and whatnot. Like, like is there anything like like holy shit? Like this person cried twenty times or this person? I think. I think. Anything that has impressed you or like I think weird? to be honest with you, I'm not somebody who I mean I've had actors and actresses that I'm like, wow, that was great. And but um I'm so involved on the crew side that like I'm so impressed by what all the other departments do hmm. already. Right, right, right. Like I like art department. I'm always something like or in like set deck and and like construction and all the and like the the time that they have are given to do things and, and they I'm like how hmm. or like hair and makeup and wardrobe putting together like there's so many pieces that I I can un, I can under I can get it right I can right. I can see how it works and right. understand kind of what you're doing right. but the putting it all together that I watch other departments people do and even my own department sometimes it's really 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 cool to see that like you know um i've always said that like the working in the camera department being an operator or focus part whatever our only job is to capture all the hard work everybody else has done (laughs) like Hmm. that's it Hmm. like if if, you know that's true no matter what happens like if i don't have uh if hair and makeup's not there 
and you know the actor might not look great or if True. the costumes are off and you know or continuity is not there where it's different than it was and we have to shoot the scene two weeks later for whatever reason or um if art department doesn't get period correct pieces or if it if it just looks like it fell off a truck and it wasn't supposed to it's like all these people put all this hard work and and a lot of times it's for little details the camera doesn't even see hmm. but it might see hmm. and that's the the thing that i have so much respect for is that there's all these uh, amazing people doing all this work and in such a like i think a hard deadlines or budget constraints and like my only job is to it's just to see it. Hmm. And like, so I'm so impressed by that. And I'm so actors sometimes like, and I'm always impressed by when we're good actors, but I'm always paying attention to all these other little things too. So cool. it's, you know, it's, it's, I can't say what makes a good actor. I can't right. say what makes a good anything else other than my own department. I just respect and appreciate all of those little pieces that is and that they can come together. Cause you know, I would have nothing to point the camera at. And, Dude, wow. and that's kind of like the the thing, you know, or even sound. That's so profound, man. I mean, you can you can excuse bad video, you cannot excuse bad sound. So, like, you know, uh, the recent sound mixers on this feature, uh, it was a very difficult feature, I think, to get a lot of sound, mm -hmm. and they got like 95, 90 percent of it, like purely amazing, like great captured audio which hmm. some on a feature a lot of times you know we're replacing stuff in post because right. you know airplanes or or like the rustling of a costume or like they actor turns away from the mic all of a sudden it, it, you know so but they right they such a good job it's like damn i'm still so impressed by that <laughs> like, <laughs> well let's do something fun i'm gonna take away our drinks oh no and Oh, no. We're gonna arm wrestle. Nah, just kidding. You, you'll beat oh. the shit out of me. <laughs> no, with that. I'm okay with that. Let's do that. <laughs> no, but let's go. Let's see the music video. Do you still have time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going we're to. Gonna I'm gonna. It. We're gonna see the music video, but you're gonna feel free to come. I'm gonna turn down down the audio, all of it. Like, don't look at my YouTube algorithm. <laughs> We'll edit it out. We'll change all the numbers. <laughs> all right. So we're just going to watch the, the music video and you're just going to comment on it. Oh, on my whatever you comment? see. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Should keep the audio on, though. Okay. Yeah, keep a little bit. We want to hear it. All right. This is my bedroom, yeah. of course. <laughs> it was just fun. You know, I wish I had this much time with everything we did because uh -huh. this was like I had proper time to to do things so mm -hmm. it was more fun to like actually had more time to light and do the fun stuff that I wanted to do and I like that the tinnitus sound that you said that that you have tinnitus yeah and so I put it in because I was just like I felt like at that moment that's all I would hear huh so I was like oh, I think that's perfect for for this and then um are we ready and then like alex yeah he's in atlanta now he moved to atlanta good guy um <laughs> my favorite so <laughs> my favorite thing about this though is that you you, you own a prius this is your car yes. we broke the mirror um, <laughs> right. we actually broke your mirror uh because 
we tried to forget. I think it was Alex who did it, actually. He rolled it over to try to clear it out of the way, and then he accidentally, or then we tried to pull it off, <laughs> just the mirror. Because it was on, like, a little ball, so I think the thought process is like, oh, we could pop this off, and then it just broke your windshield. Um, so if you if you look really closely, uh, there's, there's like probably a crack. People driving a car. Yeah. With no no mirror, no mirror. Yeah, yeah. We didn't even take the Texas tag off thing either, which is I was like, we should have just committed to doing the whole thing at that point. Um, but and then it's also a Prius, which makes no sound. <laughs> right. So then I added in car sounds, of course. Oh, there you go. Which was I thought funny. Um, Joey. Joey. Yep. You know, Joey and Manny don't look like brothers, <laughs> but for some reason, it played fine. Yeah. I mean, you know. I just thought I have no eyes. I think the yeah, hardest part was like, we were running so far behind on this time, and, and John's and like, you gotta cut, like we have to cut stuff. What do you want to cut? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, what about this? I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, it's up to you, boss. Like, so you had more scenes. There was, there was a lot more we wanted to do, but, um, I mean, even the church, like, I spent so much time trying to light it, but we had so many issues with, like, I mean, the hardest part was, I mean, it was, it came out good as a church, I mean, you know what else can I do, but we couldn't, we couldn't hide things where we wanted to, we couldn't, it was just... It would take so much more time to move all these fixtures to the front and to the back and to the front. It's just, we just didn't have, and we didn't have that many people. We didn't have enough fixtures. So, you know, like, yeah, like I wish certain things were different, but I mean, we did, it did such a good job with uh, everybody, especially Savvy and, and Sean and them and Cameron, like did such a great job being able to, for me to be like, this is what I'm looking for. I feel like I'm, I'm missing this and then being like, what if we do this? And it, hmm. it works, right? Because it's like, I, I have to rely on people who, whose job it is, right? I'm not, I don't know everything, so hmm. I'm supposed to, that's why I hire the people that hire us, because I just, you know, they know. They know what to do. That's awesome. And this was a, I think this was Brooks's first time doing steady cam. Well, we did Ronin. A Ronin. Yeah, and I have this thing called anti-gravity cam. God damn, it looks gorgeous. It looks like Doc Ock, and he was doing that on the wheels. That looks so heavy, by the way. It, I mean, it is it's very heavy. I think my favorite, my favorite. I love this shot, by the, the way. The fun, my my favorite, my most the fun shot I had was on this little zombie. That one. That was like, I think that was the most fun to do. How's that accomplished? We just, uh, we so we pushed in as we are on a zoom lens and we widen out in the zoom. It's like Vertigo is very known for that, or Jaws does. Oh that. yeah. It's like yeah you push the camera in as you take a zoom focus. lens and you go from, well not focus, from the the millimeter of the lens, the, the focal length, you go from a, a very tight one, like 75 right. out to a 21. I think right. ours was um, 45 to... Oh, that's right. No, it was, um, it was like 90 to 30 or something. And so as you dolly in, you're zooming out. Yep. And yeah. then that's kind of, this is called a Zolly, a zoom and a dolly. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my, it was so much fun. <laughs> when, it, when it all came together, it was like, yes! 
gorgeous, man. Yeah, it's like really just fun stuff. This was like we had. I like the fact that there's a, a, a leaf blower guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> we well, we just all we did was just. We drove around to spots that, like, she could safely run and we could safely, you know, because uh, we just had, you know, a uh, the Ronin mounted to the back of the car, mm. and then I'm inside with wheels to control it, mm -hmm. and we had to just make sure, like, you know, everything is um, appropriately, like, we looked for parking lots or things, and, and like, It was know, attached to your car. Yeah, my personal car. And then this was great because I called in a favor with a buddy of mine who works at a uh, brewery. At Friends in LA? Yeah, and I'm like, hey. <laughs> he's just like, yeah, because he's actually an actor and, and a producer. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And wait, was this? So she's there, and right now she's not, not talking to anybody or what? Oh, with a friend. Uh-huh. The friend's just there talking to somebody. Oh, okay, just to somebody random. Yeah. We didn't have anybody there because we didn't have anybody there. Right. So, yeah. Also, I was going to say, I, my plan was to put my own band on the poster. I just yes. didn't have time to do it. Yes. So I was like, I was like, oh, I could just, I thought for fun, right. I was going to replace all the bands with Greystone <laughs> and a separate take, but I never got to do that. <laughs> I actually, I had this for a very long time sitting in my car. Oh, really? I, yeah, because it ended up in my car and I'm like, why is this in my car? What is this from? Wait, this show didn't happen. And I'm like, I'm like, did this show is this show real? It was a real show, right? No, no, no it wasn't. Yeah, I was just like, why would I get a why would I get a flyer for a show that I'm not on? And I was just so confused. And I never remember, oh I'm like, oh, this is what we use in the music. I'm like, why did I forget that? I was like, why? It's like oh my god. It was from February 13th and we shot this in June. And yeah, I was man. like I was like, what what show was February 13th? <laughs> yeah, there is there is there's more things I want to do. Like I really wanted to make the heart bounce, but ah, I true. just didn't have time and it was just it became a thing of like it's not needed. Mm. We didn't hold on it long enough anyway. Um then here at the Sahara. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this was a Patty, Andrew, just friends. Just yeah, that's awesome. Actually, so fun fun fact. Uh, so the handheld stuff wasn't planned. Oh really? Yeah, the whole, everything that we did originally would have worked. It just we were running into a lot of issues with like trying to block things in certain ways and, and mm. connect dots and right um the plan would have worked but it was just missing something so on the spot we decided to just go handheld to kind of try to find something oh that's cool and um i love that shot i love that shot that was shot at the same time as the other church stuff just changed the color temp in the camera. Oh, really? It was shot in the daytime. <sighs> yeah, we just, I literally just pushed a few buttons and made it all blue. <laughs> <laughs> and just for, for Eva to get in the coffin, I was a little bit of like, holy shit, is this gonna... Well, we like... hit an apple box. Oh, really? There's an apple box behind the flowers. Oh, and that's how okay. she got in. <laughs> we just hit a little <laughs> apple box behind the flowers. Yeah, because we were like, 
I mean, she's tall. Right. And we're like, how? And, but for what we did for them is just put an apple box there. And so if you notice, they step on something and then get in. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a little apple box to make, make it easier and safer. So that way they, we didn't have to worry about, you know. And and the, the sawhorses that they're on hold like a thousand pounds a piece. You tried it before she did, right? Oh, yeah. If I, <laughs> if I, if I was okay, they were definitely going to be fine. So, you know, that was kind of one of those like... Oh, my God. Those little... <laughs> little fun things was that yeah because everybody kept asking me how are they gonna get in i'm like an apple box <laughs> oh my god so, yeah, was fun. that's so cool well matt thanks for joining me man <laughs> any kind i always appreciate it oh my uh, god is this where we arm wrestle now yes <laughs> <laughs> no you'll beat the shit out of me <laughs> man <laughs> we'll just you know it'll be okay so well all right man dude it's, it's been a pleasure, man, and a, a fucking honor just working with you and, and just being with you as always, man. It was yeah. just, it was Thanks. like Thanks. hanging out but working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's just what, you know, helping out good friends. So thank you for being a great friend. I love you, Matt. Love you too, buddy. All right. I just want to thank Matt McCloskey for sharing his time and his energy as a human being. And just being here and just spending time with us, the audience that got to enjoy the music video. And Matt, again, it, it was just so much fun making the, the music video with you. So much fun. And I hope we get another chance to do it again.